0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This episode is brought to you by Collinson, worldwide leaders in loyalty creating and orchestrating loyalty initiatives and programs for some of the world's biggest brands in travel retail and financial services doing it globally for over 30 years want to know more go to collinsongroup.com Hello and welcome to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty, which features an exciting announcement of a new content partnership for Let's Talk Loyalty with a UK-based consulting firm called The Loyalty People. I'm joined today by Tom Peace, who is the Managing Director for The Loyalty People. When Tom first reached out to me to connect with this idea of a partnership, I was absolutely amazed that our paths hadn't crossed before. And particularly when I noticed on LinkedIn that he and I have 1,052 mutual connections. What I really noticed was that Tom is as passionate about loyalty and the loyalty community as I am. So, we'll be releasing shows together every second Wednesday going forward, starting next week, the 9th of March. So, with all of that said, I hope you'll join me in welcoming Tom Peace and the Loyalty People. So, Tom Peace joining me from the Loyalty People in the UK. Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty.
1: Hi, Paula. Thank you very much for having me.
0: I'm delighted to chat with you today, Tom. How is life in the UK at the moment?
1: Oh, it's uh, pretty good. The weather's starting to turn and get a bit uh, a bit more clement. We've obviously had a few storms here as, mu- as much as um, uh, Northern Europe has. But in terms of business, it feels really positive. I think we are now coming out of the pandemic and a lot of loyalty projects, CRM optimization projects are uh, being reinvigorated and business is thriving, really.
0: Totally. I totally agree with you, Tom. I think there was certainly at the beginning of the pandemic, a whole big kind of freeze as we all kind of panicked. Um, And then I think a lot of people went into realizing that they really need to focus on loyalty. So certainly an exciting time uh, from my perspective. So before we get into what you do as the loyalty people, Tom, I think you know that I always love to start my conversations these days by understanding, I suppose, a particular loyalty program or programs. Actually, we can certainly talk about more than one, but things that you admire in the loyalty industry. Um, And I think particularly in the UK market, uh, it's often been said that, you know, the UK is such a mature and sophisticated market for everything to do with marketing. So loyalty is no exception. So can you start off by telling us what's your favorite loyalty program?
1: Oh, yes, this is so difficult. I mean, I'm (laughs) a a, a loyalty aficionado, a loyalty expert, I would like to say, uh, so I have several, I would think. I think um, there's a few out there that, that, that I think are really clever. I think Amazon Prime uh, is a really good one because it's a, a really strong value proposition. And also they make it so convenient for you to do your shopping. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've actually generated a way that people subscribe, they pay. be loyal to the brand yeah Um, the the other one that i've been a member of for many many years is avios a big fan of that program and that really is around the value proposition you know you don't travel that often but when you do travel those points or air miles are very very valuable to you but a program actually that i'm really into at the minute and this is a brand that we're working for a little bit just now Mm. is um is Decathlon, uh, and their programme, they're a global sports retailer, and they are in 70 markets, so I'm sure most people, uh, most listeners will be aware of them, but um, uh, they are an exceptional brand in terms of generating loyalty. Mm. Uh, They have a slightly different approach, in some countries do have a points or a value based program element, Uh, but we don't have that in the UK. But the reason I really like those and the reason that I'm loyal to those guys is because their whole customer experience is absolutely superb. They have really good technology um, to enable omni-channel um, uh, shopping, they have customer reviews, they have really strong um, experts in store that can give advice. Uh, And they have a really good product range, kind of a good, better, best, or they call it beginner, intermediate, expert for each of their different sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and really, they totally manage my expectations. I always know that I will be able to get what I need in store from those guys or online.
0: Mm.
1: Um, And and last of all, it's really good price positioning. So they're not super expensive, Um, But it's very, very good quality for the money. So I think overall, the customer experience is so good that that is where I go for my sports equipment. Mm. Even though I'm a very, very loyal Amazon shopper, Mm. if I need sports for myself or my kids, I am Mm. going to Decathlon. And I think that's a very clever clever loyalty programme based on an excellent customer experience, as all loyalty programmes should be.
0: Very well said, Tom. Yeah, I think from my perspective, like one of the reasons I called this show Let's Talk Loyalty instead of let's talk loyalty programs, for example, apart from the fact that it's obviously shorter. But I suppose that key point you're making about getting the basics right is absolutely critical. And I think loyalty practitioners are very clear on that. But I think internally when we're managing stakeholders and having those conversations about how do we make sure that we get, I suppose the word of mouth referrals as much as anything else, there is so much that can be fixed on the customer experience, side. To your point about decathlon, like for me, for example, in Ireland, we didn't have decathlon. um, And even in Dubai, I believe it's quite recently here as well. So I wasn't aware of the expertise. I was definitely though aware of the value proposition. Because all of my friends have been to Europe or been to the UK and said, oh my God, have you seen the value that Decathlon have? So, so that's where I think people do start considering first and foremost. And then as we know, the expertise is extremely important and adding in points and other benefits in a, a structured way just uh, builds the whole proposition for people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's key in loyalty is that uh, 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 people think of loyalty as points or miles or cashback or whatever. Uh, and that is a part of loyalty. That reward element is part of loyalty. But the other factors within there, you know, you've, you've got to recognise the customer, you've mm. got to give a strong experience, and you've got to engage the customer. And if you don't get those elements right, then bolting a, a value proposition, a points-based programme, for example, on top of... A business model that's not performing well will not do you any good at all. You have to think about the overall customer experience and how you reward within a program that also offers really good experience and recognition and engagement.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I do think as external advisors, which I know you guys are, and again, you can talk us through that now in a moment, but I do think sometimes we do have a bit more permission and maybe just that positioning and ability i suppose to give those more difficult messages perhaps to a business that again is looking perhaps at a loyalty program to fix a business model that perhaps needs more work so um so with that then tom tell us about your i suppose career in loyalty and then the loyalty people itself
1: yeah, okay. All right, great. Well, yes, so I'm um, currently the Managing Director of the Loyalty People. I've been doing that for about 18 months, two years, I believe. Previously, mm. I've worked for a number of different re- um, um, loyalty businesses, started my uh, loyalty career at AMIA, the people that run the Nectar card, um, working with manufacturers to develop loyalty solutions through Sainsbury's to uh, acquire, engage and retain their customer base. and and really learned a massive amount about uh, transactional loyalty and uh, building customer relationships. Uh, And then I moved on to um, a technology solution provider called uh, Reward Insight, who provide the card-linked offers for RBS Group and Amex in the UK, amongst a number of others. Mm -hmm. And there we were creating much longer term journeys through their banking or financial service solutions. Mm. Uh, And then we moved on to Collinson and Collinson are a big business in terms of um, loyalty technology uh, and also um, added value services. So they are able to not just provide a technology platform for a business to run loyalty through. They also have um, uh, redemption solutions. So people like avios use collinson to supply their if you want to use your air miles for um uh, for uh, luggage or perfume or headphones that's a, a collinson solution and of course they do the airport lounges and travel insurance gadget insurance all those mm. benefits and that's works really well in the financial service sector where uh, customers looking for added value solutions when they have a premium bank account or a premium credit card they're looking for those added value services and of course that creates loyalty because it's really yeah. beneficial and it's very difficult to move away from. so you always want to use that card because you know you're going to get the most benefit from it. Sure. Um, so yeah, so a, a very wide base of, of, of loyalty experience from kind of very data analytical, transactional based loyalty mm. through to um, card linking, very uh, f- forefront of technology type solutions. And then um, as well as technology bringing in that kind of added value. So a very wide range of experience that I bring to the loyalty people. Yeah. And what the loyalty people are, are we are essentially a strategic consultancy. Mm -hmm. We are globally... Re- uh, globally global reach rather mm-hmm. and we um, uh, run projects for lots of different partners around the world are um, we are UK based um, mm-hmm. but we have uh, uh, associate consultants all over the globe mm-hmm. and we essentially are a strategic consultancy but with a laser focus on loyalty and CRM and customer engagement we don't do any of the uh, boring stuff like say <laughs> uh, traditional consultancy does so organize yeah. traditional change and uh, insolvency and all those sorts of things that's not our bag yeah we we help businesses to innovate or differentiate or build loyalty strategy.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. And there's a couple of other, obviously, competitors in this space, Tom. So what would you say the loyalty people do that's different to the other type of options that people listening might have heard of?
1: Yeah, okay. Well, well, first of all, we're all experts. Everybody that works for the business or with the business is an expert in an element of loyalty. So we have a lot of technology partners and service provider partners. Mm -hmm. So, we can pull in a technology pure play technology solution, a big Mm -hmm. enterprise solution, data analytics, um, market research. We have partnerships in every field that works within or touches loyalty so we can deliver an end-to-end solution but our consultants are all experts in their field so we have a hospitality expert luxury expert retail banking etc mm. etc cetera, et cetera. Mm. so any sector we can we can pool resource and provide an expert to um, to solve a problem for a for a brand or a client. Uh, and we're very flexible we don't have a kind of a a set process we have a few uh, a few processes that we take through but we build our proposal to exactly meet the needs and budget and timing of uh, the business and that means we can turn Mm. things around very quickly if we need to Mm. or we can meet a specific budget where that's required Um, or we can create a very long-standing engagement with businesses where our services fluctuate to meet the needs of the of their requirements at the time yeah Um, and there are other brands out there that do that too but i'd Mm. say we are very good value highly expert and very flexible
0: lovely lovely and i suppose one other thing that i really do see the loyalty people doing exceptionally well tom under your leadership is building the community side so Somebody said to me recently now, and I thought he really nailed it, Tom. And it was actually a previous guest on the show a couple of weeks ago from Microsoft. It was Adam Grupp who literally said to me, and it was all fair, but he said, loyalty can be quite a lonely business. And I really said, that's exactly how I felt when i was running a loyalty program within a massive marketing team but i had that sole responsibility mm-hmm. and very little expertise in that specific niche so i can see you're nodding your head there thomas that's something yeah, yeah. that you feel that the community has as well
1: yeah uh, that that's exactly the the need that we are aiming to fill on a global basis i think that loyalty is absolutely a, a a facility or a, or a part of marketing mm. um, But it, but like you say it can be a lonely part because you might be a, an individual or a small team within a much wider marketing marketing uh, team
0: yeah um,
1: and and that means that you 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 really need to pull your knowledge share ideas and, and have, have a network that is outside of your business. Yeah. A business may have hundreds of marketers and only two or three loyalty experts. Yeah. And that's really what we're trying to do. We, we are creating a community. You can follow us on our LinkedIn page. Mm. You can join our newsletter on our website. And um, the idea is that we share lots of loyalty content, expert opinion, uh, trends, new news, partner updates, et cetera. And it's all interesting things for loyalty people to absorb. And it's completely free to join. And like you say, it's growing fast, I think. When I started about 18 months ago, we had something like 300 followers and we're well over 3,000 now. So yeah, please do join join the club.
0: Great, great. Well, <laughs> we often talk about community when we talk about our loyalty programs. And obviously that's from a consumer perspective. But I really do share your belief, Tom, that um, we need to be a closer and more trusting, I suppose, loyalty community. And mm. that only comes, I suppose, from people like you guys who are, you know, Know, independent, but facilitating those connections and those relationships so that we can reach out to each other. Um, because See again, me? yeah, no, I mean, I've had it many times in the past, Tom, my marketing career many years ago started again in a similar, um, I suppose, situation where I was the only person running BA holidays, it was at the time for the Middle East. So there was only six people in the world who did my job. So my boss never had the answers. The people who had the answers to the business problems I faced were in each of the continents. So yeah. I found myself actually connecting with them on a regular basis. So really want to appro- applaud what you're doing with the, the loyalty people community. Great, Yeah. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Uh, and, and like you say, that, that community feel is really important to loyalty. And we are, we are looking to the future where we would like to have networking events. It's difficult at the minute for obvious reasons to get people together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'd like to have maybe virtual meetings and forums and eventually physical yeah. opportunities for people to meet and discuss. And, yeah. uh, and we, <clears throat> we have to move away from thinking about competitiveness and yeah. actually think about just sharing knowledge and, and, and talking about exciting new things within the loyalty sector.
0: Yeah. And you've reminded me of an amazing term I heard actually, Tom, just because obviously I'm, you know, so proud of creating content and, you know, I really love my role in this industry. And Seth Godin is the world famous marketeer that I'm sure many listeners are familiar with, who really explained um, what he's calling the post-scarcity economy, where ideas grow when you share them. Whereas in the past, you know, if you gave something away from your business, you know, it cost you something. Yeah. So I really thought that that was a very generous mindset. And I definitely agree with you that that's actually what's happening now. I think the pandemic has maybe, you know, given us all an opportunity to step back and reflect a little bit in terms of what kind of people we want to be, um, whether that's personally or professionally. So i um, super excited. And I think I said to you all as well tom to me i feel like we are actually getting better as a community people like you and i actually sitting down finding a way to complement each other and go look we're all in the same game we're all here to grow our businesses so let's yeah. find ways to collaborate um which is probably a perfect way to uh, to announce what we're about to announce
1: yes absolutely
0: <laughs> why don't you lead with our announcement tom
1: yeah, so well, yes, absolutely. So I'm really pleased to to announce that um the loyalty people are going to be joining forces with Let's Talk Loyalty to provide a fortnightly podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're thrilled that you, Paula, will be will be creating this and publishing this for us because yeah. your podcasts are are, are genuinely market-leading. I, I think they are. The, the the best out there in terms of um, loyalty expertise and commentary on our sector. Um, so yeah, so uh, I'll, I won't steal your thunder any more than that. But uh, but yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled that we're able to get this in motion and start soon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we're literally starting together for listeners with a new show, which will be every second Wednesday, starting next Wednesday, the 9th of March. And um, as you said, Tom, it's um, it's my I suppose joy to create content that is exclusive to the loyalty people. And um, Promoted through all of your channels to your community, um, because again, I think there is this massive hunger for new content. So I think you are going to be keeping me extremely busy. Dare I say it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought I was grand with two two shows a week. Um, you know, my Tuesday and Thursday shows, uh, including obviously this one is going out on a Thursday. But um, what I am hearing is that there is more and more need. People want to hear more of this kind of thought leadership, and it's one thing for me to create it and. Post posted, for example, and it can go out on Apple or Spotify, it doesn't really matter. But for me, I suppose I can see what the loyalty people are doing in terms of bringing people together. And I suppose that's where I want my show to be found. And that's where it will have the most impact. So Mm -hmm. from my perspective, I admire what you're doing. Um, I can see that you're extremely ambitious and growing your community, as you said, at a a phenomenal rate. So from my perspective, um, Let's Talk Loyalty is really, really pleased with them kicking this off, getting going and creating some extraordinary content. Because honestly, Tom, even your kind of clients I was looking at, there's going to be some amazing interviews we can do together with them.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to uh, get some of our existing business to be on the show.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So um, I think that's most of the kind of questions I had, Tom. Um, I think it's very clear for anyone listening, I suppose, the consultancy side of the loyalty people, and I suppose more importantly, to collaborate and the community side. Um, We've talked about the exclusive content. So I think that's also going to be extremely clear. Is there anything else, Tom, that you wanted to mention for listeners of the show before we wrap up?
1: no, I don't think so. I think that covers it. I think it's it, it's, it would be great if, if people would join our community. So please do come to our website, thelordspeople.global, sign up to the newsletter, follow us on LinkedIn, and you'll start to get all our latest news. Uh, and also the podcast Uh, and it would be it would be fantastic to just continue to build out that community and as that community grows there'll be more and more features to help people to engage with other loyalty members around the world.
0: Okay well as I said Tom it's a joy to be working with you very excited to be announcing this today so exciting times for everybody so Tom Peace Managing Director of the Loyalty People thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty.
1: Thank you for having me, Paula.
0: This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy which has already certified over 245 executives in 27 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty.